It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side girls basketball from Fredericktown on Thursday as the Lady Black Cats played host to the West County Lady Bulldogs. Two teams with records under 500 but are starting to find their footing. And at least for Fredericktown, they pull away with the winners 63-26 as it was an all-around effort for Fredericktown in the game. West County trailed after one 15-8 and Fredericktown put up 21 points in the second to lead at half 36-16 and outscored West County 11-2 in the third, then 16-8 in the fourth for a final score again. That's 63-26. After the win, head coach of the Fredericktown Lady Black Cats, Micah Reitzel. It was a big win. It was another good momentum builder for us, you know, as we get ready to roll into the Christmas tournament. Um, You know, I was was proud of our effort. You know, uh, we got got minutes for everybody on the roster, and we got some... um, buckets from several you know almost everybody on the roster and it was a good night for us west county head coach john barnett will this be a game he burns the tape instead of review it i think it is um we did a we did what, early on we did what we wanted to we tried to take a couple kids out of the game out of the game on off offensively and they had another kid step up and you sometimes you have to see if another kid's going to rise up and uh number 15 man she had a she had a good game that number 15 he was talking about for Fredericktown, Amelia Miller led all scorers with 19 points. Gabby McFadden added 14 points off the bench. West County's leading scorer, that was Maylee Merrill. She contributed 11 points in the game, seven of which came in the second half. The Black Cats are back in action on the 18th, taking on Arcadia Valley, a Lady Tiger Bunch that's been hot recently, while the West County Lady Bulldogs play Saturday in the St. Francis County Rotary Shootout at the Bob Seekers Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage of that one as they take on the Festus Tigers. As they take on the Festus Tigers. Final score one more time, Fredericktown 63, West County 26. The Lady Cats 4-5, and five, West County 2-7, and seven, and they've lost the last seven games. Other basketball action from Thursday on the girls' side. Bismarck top five Burnham 43-36 despite foul trouble. The Central Lady Rebels beat St. Vincent 60-40 and Kingston falls to St. Genevieve 69-34, while the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors were at Potosi and beat the Lady Trojans in overtime 69-65. And the Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings top Crystal City, the Lady Hornets, 55-19. And boys basketball, Bismarck 66, Fiburnum 26. Kingston is now 7-1 as they beat Grandview 84-50. And Valley Caledonia beats Crystal City on the road, 68-61. And in boys and girls wrestling, it was a tri-match from Owensville featuring Potosi, Sullivan, and Owensville. Potosi goes 0-2 on the boys' side while the tr- Lady Trojans went 1-1. Also on Thursday, it was announced that the North County Lady Raiders will name a new head coach for the volleyball team, and it'll be former Lady Raider Emily Eaton. Eaton played at North County and at Middle Area College, and for the last two seasons was an assistant under then-head coach Chelsea Crocker. Crocker, in her seven seasons at North County, compiled a record of 77-125-20. and 20. Coming up today on the local side, boys basketball. Arcadia Valley is at Saxony Lutheran while the Bismarck Indians play host to Meadow Heights. The Farmington Knights are at Cape Central going up against the Tigers. And the Fredericktown Blackcats travel to St. Genevieve and face off against the Valley Catholic Warriors. DeSoto is at home against St. Paul and St. Jen plays at Jefferson. And our broadcast matchup, the Central Rebels, are at home against the Festus Tigers, a game that was originally scheduled for December 1st. Coverage will start at 7 o'clock on AM 1240 KFMO with tip-off at 7.30. Rebels head coach Brad Gross on the Festus Tigers. We've seen them play a little bit in the side course. Uh, you know, they're going to be a tough team. It looks like they, they shoot a lot of threes and they shoot it well. So uh, we're going to have to get out and put some pressure on them and uh, 
try to run them off the line a little bit. Again, coverage tonight starting at 7 on KFMO. Tip-off at 7.30. We'll have live video at KFMOsports.com. One girls basketball matchup in Clearwater is at home against Valley Caledonia. And boys and girls wrestling. St. Genevieve battles in the Moberly duel while their girls team plays at Eldon in the tournament. And Central is at the Cape Central Classic while the Farmington Knights duel it out in the Kansas City Stampede. From there to the ice at Enterprise Center as the St. Louis Blues played host to the Ottawa Senators. The first game since the firing of head coach Craig Berube and the first game for Drew Bannister behind the NHL bench. He's the interim head coach. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Last night the Blues continued their three-game homestand and played in their first game under interim head coach Drew Bannister. First period, Robert Thomas got the scoring started eight minutes and 20 seconds in his 11th goal of the season. He continued the scoring into the second period, picking up his second goal of the game to extend the lead for the Blues. Then Brandon Saad would score three and a half minutes later to put the Blues up by three. Ottawa would push back late in the second period to get one, but then Pavel Buchnevich scored in the third period to cap off the 4-1 lead for the Blues. Ottawa would score late, but Jordan Bennington stops 32 of 34 shots to pick up his ninth victory of the season. As the Blues pick up the first win for Drew Bannister as an NHL head coach, 14-14-1 on the season. Back at it on Saturday to wrap up the homestand against the Dallas Stars. 7 o'clock puck drop, 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Interim coach Drew Bannister after winning his first game behind the bench as an NHL head coach. It's not about me. It's never going to be about me. Um, It's about the group of players out there. Um, I think that's, you know, when I look at the game, I'm proud of the way we played. Uh, This group has gone through a lot in the last 48 hours, and it wasn't perfect, but they responded well here tonight. Blue center Robert Thomas liked the way the team played in the win over Ottawa. I think it was a great game by everyone. Um, You know, we came together as a team. Everyone pulled their weight. Everyone did a great job from from start to finish. Um, You know, PK came up with some big kills. Um, You know, the whole game I thought we played great, so... Uh, kudos to everyone. Blues winger Jordan Cairo met with the media prior to the game and with Jeremy Rutherford with the Athletic out of St. Louis asked his relationship with Berube. Cairo said, I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. Well, the fans determined this as a slight to head coach Craig Berube who brought St. Louis its first Stanley Cup and booed Cairo in the opening lineup introduction and every time Cairo got the puck in the game. Jordan Cairo, did he hear the boos from the fans after they heard about his comments regarding firehead coach Craig Berube? I definitely heard those. Um, I mean, it's not easy, obviously, but you know, I, I see where they're coming from with how my comments sounded. So, that's yeah, definitely tough. I mean, you know, I love playing here. I love playing in front of the fans. It's just tough, right? Like, you know, I love playing here, so it's just it's tough to hear the fans booing me there. Cairo in his post-game press conference was very emotional, and he responds to those comments he made pregame that was interpreted as a slight toward Craig Berube. Obviously, respect Chiefs, you know, been my coach for the whole time I've been here, right? So, you know, I respect everything he's done here. You know, he's done, he's done a great job. You know, he won a cup, right? So, all I really meant was, you know, I'm just trying to focus on my future and you know, focus on what I can do to help my team win. So that's, that's all I really meant. The Blues are back at Enterprise Center Saturday when they host the Dallas Stars. Coverage on B104.3 starts at 6.30. Chris Kerber and the Blues Radio Network have all the coverage at 7. And NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday at New England against the Patriots. Coverage at 11 a.m. on KFMO with kickoff at high noon. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, what can he do to get the team back on track after their division lead has shrunk to one game and they've lost the last two? All I can do is go about business like 
like I do every single week and try to get uh, better and better and play uh, the best football I can uh, for this upcoming week. Um, and so it's uh, the division is tight, the AFC is tight. Um, but we have to just go out there and play our best football and try to get better um, this week and try to find a way to get a win. The Chiefs and Patriots from Foxborough. That's coming up on Sunday, 11 a.m. on KFMO. And in NCAA football, the SEC released the 2024 football schedule. It'll be the first season since 1991 that the SEC will play a schedule without divisional competition. The top two teams in the league standings based on winning percentage will play in the 33rd SEC football championship game in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Saturday, December 7th. The full list of scheduling for the SEC for 2024 can be found on the SEC's website, secsports.com. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers hit the floor on Sunday. They host Seton Hall, while the St. Louis University Billikens are in action on Saturday. They're at Chaffetz Arena against Louisiana Tech. Tip-off at 7 o'clock. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.